Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, proud to have J.J. Joe joining us now. And, uh, J.J., happy draft day to you. I saw some <laughs> of your teammates, the big cat. The big cat was out there doing some barbecue, presiding over Anthony, uh, Anthony Ray, of course. Papa was on the scene smoking oh, a cigar. Yeah, and, um, you know, you had TV work to do. You could not be staying up all night with your former teammates. But, you know, these are great friends of yours. Were you able to swing by and at least uh, kind of say a hello to the to the fellas, or did you have to get in there and prepare for that spring game? I, I hope you I hope you tried out. They're going to have their feelings hurt if you didn't try some of that barbecue. Oh no, well, they, those guys had uh, you know I, I keep in touch with those guys, so we normally hook up once or twice a year. So I but I didn't get by. They I knew that Papa was out there uh, competing, and I yes. saw that he he played. So that's a good thing. But I know they had a good time. All right, and uh, Blake Blackmar. Also, uh, big time griller. Now, JJ, yeah. do you know do you know your way around the grill? Like, there is there a, is there the you know the Joe family when when y'all are kind of gathered there, and uh, the families uh, well, you know, every once in a while will you throw some steaks <laughs> on the grill. Have you smoked a brisket before? Is that is that in your repertoire or not? No, Matt, man, no, I'm not smoking anything now. I have a. I have one of those grills like you get when you first move into your first house or something like that. You know, it's not big, uh, but I, you know, I'll, I'll do some, I'll do some steaks every once in a while. I like lamb out there too. Uh, I do just normal basic barbecuing, nothing close or in the stratosphere to what those guys do out there. What Papa does, nothing close. Papa, Papa Ray, and he puts that cigar in. I don't know if uh, you're 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 a clean living guy. You don't smoke too many cigars, I would bet. But boy, Papa had he was smoking it right there underneath the the tent. We were all gathered to see who would win. And the Papa, I mean, I was worried about getting some of that secondhand smoke, and I don't think oh, the yeah. Papa is too worried about that. Man, he is a big dude, and I mean, and I mean that complimentary. He's still kind of he's a powerful looking guy. Uh, and uh, people don't realize he that's one of the great recruits in Baylor history. And it, unfortunately, he got hurt. But, uh, J.J., along that time, I mean, some of the recruiting was unreal. Uh, in your era and, and, and some of the defensive recruits and then some of the uh, running backs that Grant and them would go get, people don't realize some of those guys were some of the high school's greatest ever running backs when you talk about a guy like Anthony Ray. You know, back then, Matt, man, you know, running the ball was the big thing. So that's where they usually put the best athletes, right? Yeah. Papa was a great athlete. And unfortunately, you know, he, he messed up his knee and, and never did fulfill all of his promise. Now, he, he he stayed at Baylor, played, I think he led her three or four years, but never did get to the heights uh, that we thought he would. But, I mean, man, he would have been a no-question NFL player, man, if he, if, he if he would have not got hurt. He was just a great athlete. But – but, yeah, you know, man, they put all the best athletes at running back. We had a ton of guys, man. We had, you know, besides this, everybody knows Santana and James Francis and those guys. But, we, it, you know, guys like Frankie Smith, who I, I think was there. He may have not been there Friday. Frankie Smith was, I think, in that same class with those guys. He didn't – I don't even know if Frankie got drafted. He may have gotten drafted really late if he did. Yeah. Frankie played in the league about 14 years. 
Um, and Frankie had a bad knee too, but but Matt, Frankie Schmidt was probably our best, I would say, athlete on the back end. I mean, he the speed he had, I mean, Frankie played everything from cornerback to free safety to running back. He could just do it all. So we had a lot of guys, and man, what Grant was great at. Grant was great at identifying talent, and they really hadn't filled out their body or maybe did everything, and they developed guys, and that's how he won. Kind of like what Gary Patterson ended up doing at TCU, wasn't it? Recognizing and having a vision for these guys. And then going into Sweetwater, places like that, finding a Mike Welch here or there, and then and then landing on some of those great ones. I mean, y'all y'all were DBU for a while, starting kind of in the late, you know, in the eighties. Well, the mid eighties with Tom, you know, and Thomas Everett and that gang. Uh yep. that was really something. Now, boy, we we're reminiscing now, but what about this uh Spring game. I mean, there's nothing you like more than getting on that TV. <laughs> I mean, when the cameras show up, JJ really turns it on even more. And um, and you know, spring games can be difficult because you're trying to you know interview people and look at things and pick things out. But I'm just kind of curious. I mean, what were you what were you able to gather? Like your biggest takeaways: more depth, more speed more size is there anything when you look back at, at last year's team did, did you see anything that really grabs your attention before we get to the quarterbacks you know last year's team I mean if you remember we were really good at, at in the lines and I yeah. thought we had decent depth we, we did kind of start falling off late but uh with some attrition but nevertheless I thought this team I mean they they looked they looked you know deeper everywhere you know it looked like they had you know a number of guys that could step in and play at all the different positions. Now, I, I think they'll be young on the back end uh, on defense, so they have to, you know, they have to come up and and get some guys developed there. Um, they also, I think, up front, I saw that we got a transfer in from Oregon. Uh, I'm hoping that guy can come in and play uh, because they, I think that's where they're going to need the depth. Think about it. We lost basically all of our starting offensive linemen. And we lost, you know, uh, Apuika, Cole Maxwell, uh, Bray Nutley. We lost key contributors up front. So uh, I, I liked what I saw, Matt, but I, I really thought that overall, you know, the depth looked really good. J.J. Joe joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. They told me on you were on some show the other day, and they were calling you John. John, which is your real <laughs> name, but, boy, that's a clue when people don't don't really know Baylor football if they're saying John Joe's on with us. I'm like, okay, come on. Yeah, it was kind of di- hey, you know, it was kind of different talking football <laughs> and being called John at the same time. <laughs> John Joe, I bet you were like, okay, guys, come on now. You got to be, yeah. I and I was thinking about. By the way, Colorado Buffaloes isn't that a wild story. I, I think back to that enormous win y'all had out there, 1991. Coming, They were coming off as defending national champions, and suddenly Colorado, for the first time in 30 years, is back in the news. And it's not all positive. Now, some of it's kind of fun and interesting, <laughs> and everybody watched their spring game. But, J.J., I mean, for Dion to run off that many players, they're going to have – they have as many of, as like 60 to 70 spots they can fill. They've had 46 players leave in the portal, and most of them have been told to leave. All right? Some of these teams have people they don't want to leave that leave. In this instance, I think he told them. He said, hey, I'm bringing my own luggage, and it's Louie. 
It's Louis Vuitton. He made that <laughs> statement. I mean, where right. are you on all this? Do you do you get a kick out of it, or do you? I mean, I bet you do feel for some of these guys that that you know. Uh, again, they weren't that good of a program, but still, you know, to fight like crazy, make it through the spring, and then be told, "Oh, by the way, you need to hit the portal immediately." Yeah, it's, you know, you know, the thing about it, Matt, is college football is it, it, it's not meant to this extreme. But it's you know it's been wild, man. I you know I mean guys, I've seen guys and heard of guys and and been teammates with guys who asked you know, hey, look, uh, it'd be good if you find another spot. Um, and it was just really one way, you know. I mean, a lot of times it was one way because if a guy left, usually in my day you had to sit out of here, you lost a year of eligibility. So yeah, what's happened? I think, man, man, it is crazy. Uh, but you know they they brought Dion in there, man, to win, and I, I you know and. You know, I, I think that it's not the it's not the you know it's the ugly side of college football, but um, but you know it's kind of where we are until we figure out kind of you know how to at least get some structure around this thing. It is the wild wild west. All right, yeah, Grant didn't have to worry about you going in the portal if you didn't start your first game. You know, he didn't have to. <laughs> uh, okay. Tell me about uh, J.J. Sawyer-Robertson. Let's start with him as we kind of evaluate what you saw the other day. Obviously has the size. Seems to be able to move and has some athleticism. Uh, The throw that stands out to me, of course, he ripped one across the middle. I think he did have a Mm -hmm. touchdown pass up the middle to to Dabney. But the other one, the one I liked, I think, was to Cameron, where he kind of let one rip across the middle what was your um, what was your kind of uh, what was your takeaway from getting your first peek at Sawyer and knowing you may you know get a peek at some of these other practices that we don't get some of these other scrimmages? What's been your uh, early takeaways from this young man? Yeah, I, I thought he came in and did a great job. Of course, you know coming in and learning a new offense in the spring. I mean, in the in, you know in the winter when you're not on the field is tough, and and you know you're going against an incumbent. I, I like the raw material. I like what he has. He does seem like he has some athleticism. He is not a guy that just runs around on me. He's he's a pocket guy that wants to sit back there and rip it. He had some good throws. I did I did like that. I saw he actually had the, one of the ones that I thought was one of his better throws was dropped. And I think that was either I don't want to call out a receiver by the wrong, wrong number, so I'm forgetting which number it was. But he ripped one to his right on a post, and the guy just dropped it. Otherwise, he scores. So I like what they have there, and I like. I like the options because when we lost Kyron, I was like, oh, my goodness, what are we going to have? And and Sawyer looked good. I mean, I, I, I know Blake in the spring. Blake, I've heard, has had a really good spring as well. Um, so, I think, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't think Coach has named the starter yet. Um, but I think those guys, will, I think he'll probably name, I would be surprised if he did name Blake. But Coach has surprised me before, you know. So, and then they'll continue to compete, though. I, I don't think the thing is 100% done. Uh, and hey, don't sleep on that little that, that little the, the fifth number fifteen. I think is that his name, R.J. Martinez. Yeah, he's he's. I mean he. I mean you know I know he's he's a transfer from Northern Arizona. He's not a you know he's not a big strong arm guy, but he he operated the offense pretty good. You love those off, uh, all, you know the the kind of different level throws, don't you? I mean you used to do a little bit of that every once in a while. Drop down if you had to off-schedule type deal. Coach called it the other day magic tricks that R.J. Martinez <laughs> was doing. He went down, and he had one completely sidearm 
Boy, I bet yep. you would have been a good sidearm pitcher. I'm just thinking about you, like on the mound. I bet you could have <laughs> dropped down and Man, gone sidearm. Yeah, they used to put me at third base. But yeah, he had one good. You know, you don't think about it, but he, one of his early throws. That's the one you're talking about. He came out on a, a boot, a bootleg, and he he had a defensive end right there, and he had a, the guy was wide open, but he had this this big defensive end or outside linebacker. I think it was the Jack, standing him in the face with his hands up. And he gets that thing sidearm really, you know, I'm not going to say unprepared because you prepare for that and it's accurate and it allows the guy to catch and run. So, uh, you know, that tells you that the guy has a little bit to him. Uh, and that's, that was at least that's one. And then he also had a, a couple others, but, uh, but yeah, he, he played well. So if he's like your third guy, you're in good. Position. Yeah. All right. And wasn't that interesting to see like that Mike Smith, number 40, down there i mean these guys have not come in uh you know hat in hand these are players in the portal that are looking to contribute immediately not just looking to contribute perhaps could be the leaders on the different side of the ball i mean i i think this byu uh one of the barringtons clark maybe the older one i think he's gonna need to be a leader immediately i think mike smith from liberty keytron jackson I mean, you could have all these guys sort of leading the rooms they're in. What about the tight end, Jake Roberts, out of North uh, University of North Texas? I mean, they, JJ, I'm getting the I'm getting the belief and the feeling that these they, these are not just kind of well, they'll help fill out the roster. These they need these guys to step in and lead immediately, and that's an interesting spot to be in. No, it is, and I, I agree with you. You know, I I, I heard I mentioned Sawyer Roberts. I heard he came in and. Actually, it was a pretty, you know, kind of natural leader starting off, and to come in somewhere new, that's kind of tough to do. Uh, but he, I heard he's good. I mean, I I was impressed by it. it was two backers. I, I mentioned this on the other show. I said Mike Smith stood out to me, and uh, actually not a transfer, but a redshirt. Uh, Carmelo Jones, thirty-two. I mean, at, at, at that linebacker position, yes, out to me too. Yeah, yes. from West Orange, and those guys always have great athletes down there. So. So yeah, and, and and the Barrington brothers, you know, anybody up front that we can get in uh that has some experience, uh, is gonna be important. Yeah, we have T J Franklin. Uh, yeah, we have uh Garmin Randolph, yeah, we have I'm missing up one of our better ones, a Gabe Hall. But you gotta have some guys go with them because uh, you know, it's a long season. These BYU guys may be like twenty seven years old sometimes. You know, they've been they go out on these hey. missions and kind of things. So I kinda like that, the maturity they bring in. Jackie Sherrill right. once accused Baylor of that. One time I had him on and he said, Yeah, Grant Taff and Baylor, they would send these kids off on missions. And I was like, What are you talking about? Like yes. <laughs> Jackie Jackie can't, Jackie Sherrill can't talk about anybody, I tell you that. <laughs> what that's he had so, going on. <laughs> oh, he had a few things. Yeah, he's oh, lucky. He did, didn't he? <laughs> he's lucky SMU paid for that death penalty, okay? They didn't turn the bazookas on Texas A&M because there was exactly. some stuff going on exactly. down there for sure. That Sawyer Robertson came in. One of the tight ends said that he impacted, like he was immediately leading guys in their faith. I mean, I thought that was really something. I said, hey, did this guy kind of ease his way in? They said, no. They say he came on campus, and they said he's helped me grow in my faith. So to your point, this is, I mean, they have hit the ground. I mean, were you leading Bible studies like early on in your Baylor tenure, J.J., or did you kind of work your way in on that? 
Maybe Santana yeah, was, I was leading. I worked my yeah. way. I wasn't leading those bouts. I'll tell you. I mean, you, you, that was guys. That was a really, really good guy. I was a good guy, but I mean, that was the old David Wessel. And uh, and our old one guy I really remember was a really great guy. Uh, I think he's down in Houston now, Jason Young. He was a walk-on with us, but big man of faith. He played uh, – he was a DB, reserve DB. But, yeah, no, I wasn't leading the man. But, I, you know, I would attend. I would attend occasionally. That's uh, that's one way to get Wetzel <laughs> to listen is to mention him and brag on him exactly. as his faith. Yeah, they, I mean – I, I I can name the guys who weren't in those services. I'm not going to do it. But uh, David was probably up there playing the guitar, and he's still yep. doing it all these years later. You remember yeah, they David's were putting those guy, up. Man. Yeah, yeah, David. Yeah, David will do it. Good people. Yeah, he, he, it, David's good people. I'm glad they have him on the staff. Him and Sean. But David, I mean, I played with David. He's a little older than me, but. He's just a great guy. I think he's a great addition to that overall program up there. Yeah. Did you say he's a lot older than you? I think that's what I heard no, you say. No, no, he's uh, Jay- <laughs> Jay- Hey, we were in Jay- school together, so I can't say too much. We both have that same amount of gray just about. Uh, yeah, you and I were on campus at the same time, but, but uh, yeah, we staggered it out a little bit. J.J. Joe, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, what about the NFL draft, J.J.? The, uh, the Bears uh, – uh, well, the Cowboys obviously twenty sixth uh, pick. This I know you'll be interested in where all those quarterbacks are going. There's going to be a lot of jockeying for position early on. Cowboys could probably wait, and maybe somebody will good come to them. You know, the Ravens always do that. The Steelers do a great job of that. They just kind of let people fall to them. Do you have a? Uh, you're a longtime Cowboys fan. Who That's who right. would you like? What position would you like to see them? address is there anybody and does Bijan robinson excite you at all even though he did play for the uh, school down to the south hey I, i'll tell you i mean Bijan robinson is you know i mean i i started thinking to myself i mean if we could get him i'd be ecstatic i mean I, i'm telling i'm a cowboy fan that uh, right behind well, i actually was a cowboy fan before i was a baylor fan but baylor uh a player but but anyway so if we could get him it'd be great uh, I, you know, with Pollard is the only real experienced runner back there, man, you, you, that would put us in a world of hurt if anything happened to him. But I don't think Robinson will last that long. People, they talk about these running backs, Matt. Uh, they're not as useful. You can't spend draft capital on them. But there's certain certain players, I mean, they're football, I mean, you got to go get them, right? You either got to go get them uh, or you'll rue the day you didn't go get them. And Bajon, Bajon Robinson is one of those guys. Like Brees Hall, fantastic football players. Yeah, he's he is a boy. He's a great player, boy. Aaron Rodgers, how about that? Going, he'll he'll be uh, he's in Jets land now. It's become official. That'll be really interesting with Brees and and uh, I guess Denzel's still on that roster. Is Denzel yeah, they, they, still? Yeah, they holding him hostage, man. They hold him <laughs> hostage. I, th- I think we need to send a we send need to send the Secretary of State over there to wherever that stadium is in New Jersey and say free Denzel, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If you've been out in that part of New Jersey, it is like a foreign land. You know, that's you know I mean? it can it can get a little scary out there. By the way, if they had all these leagues, I mean, you, I always thought you know you were a little bit ahead of your time with all the dual stuff that you did. But you were you had a great arm. Um, I I kind of think about that XFL, USFL, CFL. 
I mean, when you were coming out of Baylor, and boy, you got married. I remember you proposed on the field. You were a very right. serious-minded guy who was ready to go be an accountant and do all that and get into business <laughs> and become a banker. But, I mean, right. in this in this world, with this many options, I feel like you would have played some a few years of professional ball. You know, I don't know, man, because I think I, I mean, I think I was ready. Uh you know, from an athletic standpoint, I was a really, I was a good athlete, but I was not a great athlete, a smaller quarterback, decent arm, but not great arm. And I, I felt like when I got to the end, I remember coach, um, I forgot coach came to, I don't know if it was Scott Davis. They said, Hey, look, you have any interest in Canada? I was like, nah, dude, I haven't been North of the border before I've been South, but not North. So it, it seems cold. So I said, nah, I'm ready to go to work. So, you know, these leagues now may play, pay a little better, but like, when I was coming out then, I actually had secured a really nice little intern, I mean, job with a then Texas Commerce Bank. That's how far I go back. It's now Chase Bank uh, with J.P. Morgan Chase. And I was ready, man. I, you know, I, I think I was ready to move on. And um, I, I really didn't think I would mad, go play and, say, make 60, 70 grand and, you know, take that beating. Man, I I think you and Melvin could have been a package deal, and and I and I really think <laughs> well, Melvin I think went that to the would... league though. Remember, Melvin? I know went, he went to the Broncos. Yeah, but Tom Mickey, by the way, played in the CFL. The late great Tom Mickey for several years, and you yep, had yep. every bit the arm uh, and athleticism. Now Tom could run like crazy. He re- he he really was good. But boy, you had everything. Mickey had, uh, so I think you could have done that. But uh, you, you know, you went, you wanted to go make some money. I get that, and you had a good job. That that uh, that makes sense. Hey, there's a Bonner on the uh, Baylor team. Did you notice that? Yeah. And I think he's from yeah. the Houston area. I couldn't help but think of Melvin watching that kid yeah. run around. I think he's playing receiver number twenty four for the Bears. Is it Cameron, yeah, Cameron. Bonner? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I don't yeah, know if there's I don't any think relation. There's any relation? I, okay. I, I, I didn't ask Mel if there's any. I don't think there's any. Uh, you know, Mel was originally from Van Vleck. I mean, that's down that area. Uh, but I don't think there's okay. any relation there. Well, if this kid's good, Melvin will claim him. Melvin will say he's a <laughs> nephew or something like that. He will. That. I'll start saying it on the radio. That's Mel- Melvin's relative. <laughs> yeah. And if you say it on the radio, it has to be true. All right. Exactly Anything- right. Anything said on these airwaves, it's very, very true. All right, JJ, this was fun. I was kind of excited to get to visit with you. I'm, hey, I know man, you'll be watching. Catch you up. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's do it again soon and uh, have a great. Hey, we, they need to tell one of us who's the starting quarterback. I mean, it just dawned on me today. We still don't have an official announcement. So I, I mean, don't think I, there's I, a need, man. I mean, do you think he needs to announce as a starter? Well, I mean, at least just to make it official. I I think. I think obviously they ought to leak it to me and then let me say it on my show. Right? Yeah, it's okay, really what needs to happen. <laughs> I'm with you. I agree with you, Matt. I agree with you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, JJ. <laughs> Have a great evening. Enjoy the draft, and uh, I'll talk right, to you soon. Friend. Take care, Matt. All right. There he goes. JJ Joe, legendary Baylor quarterback, getting ready for the draft this evening, and always fun to hear him. And he thinks like a lot of us, it's going to be shaping. But uh, I, I think there's a, a lot of reasons to be excited about Sawyer Robertson. The size, the delivery, the uh, just the arm strength. But, the, but, I mean, that's uncoachable when you have size like that. Now, that said, guess, guess what the, the number one overall pick here in an hour or so is going to be? Aaron, it's going to be a 5'10 guy 
like 5'10 and an 8. They're 5'10 and a half. That guy's going to be the number one overall pick. Shortest quarterback to be drafted up there pretty high since Russell. Now, Russell didn't get taken until the second or third round, maybe in the second round, and ended up, you know, obviously he's had an incredible career, although he's fallen on hard times lately. But 